This is the Creative Studio Academy, Semester 2, Session 8. In this session, we're going to talk about four great strategies that you can be able to implement when you're looking at doing a multi-author project. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. Hello, and welcome back to the Creative Studio Academy. This is Semester 2, Session 8. And in this session, we're going to be talking about multi-author projects. Now, we have been examining several different aspects of blogging during this semester, and we've generally been assuming that you are blogging alone. This is probably the most common scenario that you'll find yourself in, which is why that's our focus. But sometimes you may find yourself working with somebody else. And so one case as was kind of alluded to in, um, I believe, the last episode, uh, the last session, was guest posting. And so we didn't go into detail about it, but we did talk about guest posting being a situation you may find yourself um, either allowing people to guest post on your blog or for you doing a guest post on their blog. And so in that case, that would be a situation where there would be multiple authors involved in, in that particular instance. Now, in that case, it would still be just one person doing the writing while the other person just kind of um, organizes it um, as far as uh, the schedule and such. But another situation may involve a multi-author project, such as with the case with Jim Woods and Eric J. Fisher. So they were here on the podcast last semester, and I'll try to have a link to the show notes to their episode in case you missed it. And so, which you can get the show notes at creativestudio.academy slash 2-8. And so, but they were on, and they were talking about the process that they went through as they worked together on a writing project, which was two books. And they did allude to the fact that they were considering doing a third book um, because it ended up being... uh, When they first started, they thought it was going to be one book, and they said, no, there's too much here. And so they broke it down into the three categories um, and they did two so far and they've been considering a third, uh, but there's no official word on that. But anyway, but they, they work together with these two eBooks though. And so um, actually looks like that was semester one session 17 that they were on with us. And they shared a lot of great insight and things that we should consider when approaching a partnership like that. Now the project that they did didn't really involve blogging. It was for the eBook. Although Jim, uh, Jim Woods, he did blog about it several times um, throughout the processes, um, kind of going over and uh, introducing some of the different concepts that they were going to be bringing out in the book, just to kind of get some feedback from people and kind of get the, a little extra insight for the writing process. And so uh, even though um they weren't doing it directly for blogging. Many of the principles, though, can apply to a blog-based project with multiple authors. 
So I'm going to look at a couple different ideas concerning that. Before we do, I did just want to mention, uh, as I mentioned before, that I've started doing some work on Fiverr. And so uh, one of the first things I started was in November doing some voiceover and narration work. And then I also have started doing some audio editing. And so uh, I've only had uh, one uh, client uh, via that route so far, but I haven't been doing, I haven't opened that up for very long yet. And so um, I do have those options there. I also do have an option for some website consulting um, to kind of get an evaluation of your website. So if you're interested in any of that, um, you can be able to uh, do that there. And so you can go to creativestudio.academy slash Fiverr, and that'll take you to my page that has a link or that has a list of the different gigs that I have available on there. Uh, there is also uh, something on there for uh, leaving a tip. And so that could also work uh, if uh, if you want to uh, provide something to help with this podcast, you can be able to do that using that tip aspect as well. And so to be able to give a donation. And uh, I mentioned in there that I'll also send you something personalized, uh, a special thank you for being able to do that as well. And uh, if you do that and specifically mention this podcast, I'll even mention it on this podcast uh, to thank you for that as well. Now, talking about these multi-author projects, um, there is a multi-author sites uh, that are out there. And so there are these sites where there are uh, many authors that are out there. And so this would be like an online newspaper or magazine. Um, one such uh, website that I know of is, um, I believe, Copyblogger is like this, uh, to where they have multiple authors that contribute uh, to that and uh, pro blogger. Um, and then there's also um, a social media site, social media examiner uh, that has multi authors um, on their site as well. And so um, for the example with social media examiner, I believe they have uh, two blog posts that come out each day. Um, and so every single day they have those two come out, they have different authors that contribute uh, to be able to do that. So it's not a strain on one person to try to come up with that much content. Um, but because they have that many authors, they can have content coming out on a very regular basis, which is uh, very beneficial when it comes to uh, search engine results and things like that. And so it can really help with uh, your stats because you're bringing new content um, and that makes Google happy. Uh, and so they rank you higher. And then also with the more blog posts that you have on there, there's more of a chance for people to stay on your site and be able to stay on there longer, which also adds to your Google ranking. And so that that is one option that's out there. And so it can be a great option for some people because you can draw from many different sources and points of view. You could also provide a higher volume of high quality content by having daily posts or even several times a day, and as in some of those cases. And this can provide great in, um, a great increase in website traffic and as a result, a higher chance of monetizing through the site. And so a lot of times, um, the uh, your chances of monetizing are tied to your numbers because a lot of times it'll be about a, per, uh, a certain percentage of the people that come to your website would uh, potentially purchase something through your website. And so... 
one way to be able to do that is to try to make some tweaks and things like that to try to increase the percentage of people that purchase or uh, the thing that is generally focused on uh, in many cases is trying to get more traffic, get more people there. So instead of having a hundred people um, come to your website and maybe two of them purchase something, if you can double that, have two p- 200 people come to your website, that would be four people that would purchase from you um, if we were looking at a percentage rate. So anyway, that's just an example. And so, but this can help you be able to do that. And so some drawbacks though, is that individuals could potentially get lost behind the overall brand of the site. And so uh, this would be um, something that would be lost. Whereas in a personal blog, uh, you are known as you. And so, but if you're on a a multi um, author site, um, then it could be a chance that, for example, with the social media examiner, that you your message, your blog post might get out there and may become very popular, but they may not associate that with your name. They may associate that with social media examiner. And so um, that could be a, a negative, um, not necessarily terrible, because, I mean, that's fairly easy to be able to correct after the fact. Um, and as you talk to other people and interact with people, you can become known for that. Um, but it might take a little bit more, more work to be able to get known for that. But again, the positive is that you're probably going to get some additional traffic other than just yourself trying to get traffic to the site. You have each author that will be working on trying to get um, people to the site as well. So, um, And so uh, it's, just, uh, it's just something to consider, at least, in that kind of situation. And so another multi-author collaboration is having a project where people come together to provide a single piece of content instead of multiple people bringing multiple pieces of content that they each do themselves, um, like in the multi-author sites where each one would basically do a blog post by themselves and they're just all contributing to the site overall. There could be a thing to where there is an overall project where multiple people are contributing to that project as they go. And so uh, much like Jim and Eric did with their book. And so they worked together, but it was one project uh, that was brought together. There were some areas where Eric did some of the writing, some areas where Jim did the writing. And then there was many areas where they both contributed and they just kind of worked it out together. And so there is still a chance of being able to get lost behind the brand that's there, but there are also some great benefits to this kind of aspect. And so with that, I did want to mention that I have a project that I started um, like this. And so this multi-author collaboration. And so it started back um, actually back in May and June of 2013. Uh, And so over a year and a half ago. And so that's when it was announced that the new season of 24 that would be coming the following year. And so I, I believe I had mentioned that um, I had started that podcast, the 24 podcast. And so that's uh, when that kind of got started there. As soon as I heard the announcement for it, my mind started going to, ooh, maybe I can do a podcast about 24. And so because I had already been podcasting for several months. And so uh, podcasting and starting a podcast was very much top of mind. And since it was a very um, interesting subject to me, I really love 24. Um, I had heard some other people that had done um, 
some fan podcasts like that for TV shows. And so, and so I'm like, well, maybe I could do that. And so I didn't knew I didn't want to do it by myself though. Uh, because when you're giving commentary and things like that for a TV show and for things like that, it's nice to be able to have a conversation with someone and kind of go back and forth. And so I remember that one of my friends, Mark Sievercrop mentioned that he loved the show. And so I asked him if he'd be interested in joining me. And so, uh, after we sent emails back and forth, uh, kind of going over what, what the idea would look like, uh, he agreed that we'd go ahead and do that. And so we spent June and July watching the news online. And so, um, looking for all the different pieces of information because throughout the summer and the fall, and, uh, then even into, um, the, the winter and spring, as they were preparing for this, they would, um, periodically drop news information about different cast members and different ideas that would be taking place in the show. And so we were looking for all those different things that were coming up so that we can um, be able to have an idea of what was going to be happening in the new show coming up. And then also we were making plans of how we're going to approach it. And so we decided that we were going to start in August. And so, so again, we were planning in June and July. And then in August we started and that would give us nine months um, to where we planned on going through each of the eight seasons of the show. During the first month, we basically just kind of covered the whole series as a whole, just kind of getting an overview of our thoughts and our favorite moments and things like that from the series as a whole. And then we just went and took about one month for each season. And so, so basically every month we looked at 24 episodes of 24. And so we had a lot of stuff that we covered. And so during that nine months, we spent a lot of time rewatching the show. We rewatched, uh, probably three quarters of it, um, during that time frame. And so, uh, we watched a lot of 24 during that time, just so we can really refresh our memories about what was going on. And then uh, the parts that we weren't able to rewatch, uh, we were able to find some summaries of some things online, uh, just to jog our memories about what was uh, going on during those things, so we can try to be as detailed as possible with that. And then shortly after we started, we were able to get uh, two other guys that uh, joined us periodically, about once a month or so. Um, we would have one of these these other guys join us. And be able to give their perspective on it. And so uh, that was Joel Wood and Jack Zola. And so they came on. Uh, and so for the majority of the time during the podcast, uh, they they were coming on the podcast and um, uh, helping us out. And so there were times when Mark or I would not be available. And so uh, one of these other guys would step up and they would uh, be a co-host for us. And so then they helped with uh, some blog posts and uh social media, things like that, as we uh, were trying to get the word out and, and things like that. And so uh, they're a very good benefit um, in that aspect. And so then when the new season of 24 started in May of 2014, we would each week, we would look at the episode that just aired, and then we would bring our commentary and our thoughts on it uh, based on that. And then some of the, um, we would look at the predictions for how we think the show would go based on what had happened and then what they showed um, at the end of the show when they show what's coming up next. And so so we would go through and we would talk about those different things. 
And so we would we would do that. And then um they were just doing a a half season and so it was only twelve episodes. And so the season came to an end there toward the end of the summer. And so then we had the we're faced with the decision. What were we gonna do now? And so we had spent a year talking about the show in detail. And so, I mean, obviously we went through quickly each of the eight seasons, but we covered a lot of stuff during those, uh, those times. And so, and so we went through and did that. And so we didn't want to go back and uh, rehash all the things that we had already talked about. And there wasn't anything new that was coming out. So we were faced with that decision as far as what we were going to do. And so one thing that came to my mind was, um, was being able to do a writing project. And so it was just something that was kind of in the back of my mind because we had been going through and we were doing predictions and things like that throughout. And we obviously liked our ideas and predictions as far as where we thought the story was going to go. And so it's like, well, since the season's over and they don't even know if they're going to be doing another season at all, this could be it for 24. Well, maybe I can write my own story for 24. And so I just kind of put that in the kind of in the back of my mind. And then a friend of mine, um, I mean, Jim Woods, um, as we talked about him, we've been come good friends over the last uh, couple years. And so he mentioned, Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you do a writing project uh, with that? Why don't you do some fan fiction? And so uh, coupling that with the idea he had, well, okay, well maybe there's some uh, uh, solidification Uh, that's going on. There's some confirmation that maybe this is a good idea. And so uh, we mentioned it on the podcast um, and put out some things on Twitter. We got a couple people that responded, said that they were interested. Uh, One of the very first guys that said that they were interested joined me and Mark and uh, a couple of the other guys on a Google Hangout to kind of discuss the idea. And um, I had my own ideas of where I thought we we would go. And then um, this other guy, he had some ideas too. And they were, uh, there were some similarities, some overlap. Um, and so what we ended up doing is basically taking some of his ideas on my mind. And we kind of put that together as the basis for it. And we started that from uh, that, that is our, is our thing. And so we ended up getting, uh, I think there was about 15 people or so um, that responded, said that they were interested um, initially. And then, um, as we're going through some of the planning stages and things like that, we ended up dwindling down to about five. And so, um, and so since then we've met and we've started developing the story and here just about two weeks ago or a week ago, um, I forget now exactly. Um, we published the first part. And so, um, there were several lessons that I learned and I'm continuing to learn, obviously, as we go through this process, because it's something that's going to last for this next year. So all of 2015, um, we're going to be working on this project. And so uh, some strategies. So here are uh, four different things that I've learned from doing this project. And so number one, a great team is vital. And so a need for a team is probably an assumption when we're just talking about multi-author projects because it's based on multiple people working together. And so, but it's more than just gathering warm bodies together. And so there needs to be cohesion that takes place. And so everyone needs to be on the same page. 
And so for us in our project, we all love 24. We also love to write. And so it doesn't seem that people are afraid to speak their ideas and even shoot ideas down um, or even just to tweak the ideas that are mentioned. And then we just work together to develop them into a great product. And so um, there needs to be a great team. When we were doing the podcast, I mentioned the fact that I didn't want to do it alone because I knew that was going to be too much for one person. And so I brought someone on to do it with me, Mark. And then shortly after we got started, we were joined by two other guys. And they started being able to help with some of the different aspects of the podcast as well. And so it was a great team from that point. And then when we switched and went to the writing project, um, there's actually a new group. And so um, Mark, Jack, and Joel aren't really able to um, help contribute too much because um, life situations and different circumstances. And so, so they just can't commit to being able to do this. Um, and so we're basically a new team. Uh, but the, but, but I, I made sure to look at each one and see what they would offer. And we were able to work together to be able to do that. So a great team is vital. Number two, there needs to be a leader. And so while a team is vital, there has to be somebody that is the leader, someone that makes the final decisions. Because when you have a group of people that have different ideas, there needs to be somebody that says, okay, we disagree on where this is supposed to go. And so there has to be a decision that's made. This is the direction that we're going to go in based on everything that we've gathered together. And so uh, in, in, this, in this case, I was the founder of it. So I was naturally the leader for the project. And so I definitely lean, though, on the skills and the input from others. And so there's one of the people on our team that she's done fan fiction before. Uh, none of us have done that before. I don't believe there might be another person on the team that has done some um, as well, but obviously their experience would really help in our situation. And so, and then there's um, uh, a couple of them that, that do some editing. And so, I mean, one of them, Jim Woods, he's, he's joined the team on that and he's helped with some of the editing. He, uh, he might be able to help with some of the actual writing of it um, at some points as well but he's helped with some of the editing. And so I'm definitely leading on those skills uh, to be able to help with that because even though I can do some editing and I can uh, be decent as far as my skills and abilities, I, I mean, I, I can leverage those things. And so, but when it comes down to it, I, I'm the one that's the leader on it. And so uh, there, there needs to be a leader whenever you have a project like that, someone that makes those final decisions. And then number three, a plan is necessary. And so if we had no plan, we wouldn't make it very far. And so the old saying is you either, um, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. And so you need to have a plan. Um, and so I had to establish what our goal was and then communicate that to the others. And so, and some of the goals were just kind of developed as a group, but then again, just as a leader, I had to solidify what those were and make sure that everyone was on the same page with that. And as we went along, those goals started from a more broad sense and became more narrow and focused as we uh, went along and we were able to kind of see exactly where the project was going. And so, as I mentioned, this is going to be going on all year. And so it's a 12-part story based on 24 and so basically we're going to have a blog post 
that is basically the equivalent of um, a TV episode. And so it's not necessarily going to be an hour long read, um, but but it's going to be 12 parts. So we're going to basically have 12 episodes um, that that's based on the show 24. And so we plan on releasing one per month during this year. And so we were a little behind. We wanted to get it the first week of the month, um, but we were having some uh, issues trying to get the website just right. And so trying to uh, tweak that and get some of the um, bugs out of that. Um, and so we uh, pushed it back. And so um, let's see, the actual release date was January 12th. And so uh, each consecutive part should release during the first part, first week of each month though. So the next one should be coming out February um, during the first week. And so um, to try to stay ahead of the publishing schedule, though, we're trying to have each part completely ready at least a few weeks, if not a month ahead of time. And so uh, right now I have we have the first part that's completely published. We have the second part, which I wrote, um, and that's going through some editing right now. Um, and it should be done very soon. And then the third part is already being started um, being outlined and uh, I, I think he might already be starting on some of the writing of it. And so um, even though that one's not going to be coming out until the first week in March. And so we got that started. And so we can't really start too much farther beyond that because we need to see where the story's going before the next person's able to start. But um, the person doing the fourth part might be um, might be already gathering some ideas as to where they might might be heading. And so that leads us to the fourth lesson here that I learned is that everyone does their part. So the way we set up this project is not just a general collaboration, even though there was some of that as we got started. And as we go along, we're getting ideas from each other, but each person takes a part of the story and writes it themselves. And so for the first part, um, the, the guy that kind of came up with the original idea with me, he wrote the first part and then I wrote the second part. Um, but then each time the rest of the team is going through it, trying to look for uh, different ed- uh, things that need to be edited or proofread uh, so that we can try to make sure that everything makes sense, make sure that uh, there's the cohesion throughout the story. Um, and then we're, we're trying to do our best to keep it as accurate to the TV show as possible also. And so um, we're not only comparing with uh, our ideas, but we're trying to compare that to nine seasons as well. And so um, all of us are kind of looking at those different things, trying to find um, things that that maybe aren't clear, that need to be clear, uh, a little bit more uh, need clarification, excuse me. And so uh, we're we're working on that together, but each person um, does their part. And so um, so so we've uh, scheduled that out and we basically have um, have the first part kind of figured out. And so. Um, so we're just working on being able to get each person to do their writing part. And then we all come together to collaborate in between each piece. And so kind of say, okay, this is where we are at this point, And then this is where it's going to go in the next section. And so, uh, and again, on the editing and proofreading, we work together. And so whenever you have a writing project, you need to make sure that it's very clear on what each person does. And then each person needs to make sure that they do that because really the rest of the team is counting on that. And so in our case, if someone was counting on me to do the writing and I wait until the last minute to be able to do that, 
uh, then we're rushing to try to get the uh, to be able to meet the deadline. And so um, it it causes a lot of extra stress and pressure on the other people. And so you don't want to do that. Or if somebody else is doing that, then that puts a lot of pressure on me then. And so we want to be, um, be conscious of that. Everyone needs to do their part. And so, I mean, we're having some leeway in this because this is all done um, just on a voluntary basis. It's, we're getting absolutely no monetary um, thing from this. So, I mean, I mean, doing this kind of project takes time. And so, um, and we all have busy schedules as it is. And so, um, I mean, me, I have several things going on between work and doing homeschool and I'm taking some classes and so um there's someone else um Bradley in the UK he's taking um some classes in college as well and so uh we have a lot of things that are going on and so we're doing this kind of in our spare time but still we we're kind of keeping each other on track to try to keep the the project going along and so this is something that uh, I think we can really learn from. Now, I don't think everyone needs to get involved in a multi-author project, but it is something that you can consider. And hopefully these ideas here can help you be able to see what you can be able to do with your project. And so again, uh, Eric and Jim uh, laid out a lot of great ideas as well when I talked to them about their process. And so uh, they're sharing several great things. So that would be a great episode to listen to as well and to reference with this. And so as well as the four things I mentioned as far as some of the strategies. And so number one, a great team is vital. Number two, there must be a leader. Number three, a plan is necessary. And then number four, everyone does their part. And so with that, we're going to wrap this session up. And so uh, we're going to be having a couple more episodes here regarding uh, blogging and websites. And so I do want to come back and revisit some things regarding SEO um, and specifically Google Analytics. And so I'm trying to find someone that really knows a little bit more about that. I'm having a difficulty trying to land an interview uh, for that. Um, But I know there's a lot of great resources out there. And so... um, So I might be sharing some of that stuff uh, by myself if I can't find somebody um, to bring uh, some some additional expertise on. And so uh, because I I know some things, but I know I only scratch the surface on some of those areas as far as the Google Analytics is concerned, because I only look at a few of the metrics that are mentioned um, in those. And so. so anyway, I really want to try to get someone that really knows and it can dive down deep and really share uh, some of the really good things that we can learn from it. And so I'm going to try to see if I can nail that down. Um, either way, we're going to cover those things again uh, a little bit more in depth for SEO and Google Analytics. And so I do want to look at some of the other aspects, like we mentioned, some uh, things about guest posting uh, and things like that. And so things that we can consider regarding that. Um, I do have an interview coming up also. Uh, that's not directly related to blogging, uh, but can really show how you can use your create uh, creativity and your skills to be able to do something unique. And so I'm really looking forward to that interview. And so we'll be interviewing him later this week um, when I'm recording this. And then that'll come out um, either next session or the session after that. And so really excited to be able to talk to him. And 
So several things that are coming up, but there's something specific that you would like me to cover. If you have any questions, please send me your feedback. You can go to creativestudio.academy slash two dash eight, and you can leave a comment there, or you can click on the contact button, or you can just take your phone and give me a call at 405-771-0567, 405-771-0567. And so I would love to be able to hear from you to be able to get your comment on here. And if you call it in, I could even play it on the podcast as well, instead of just reading your question. And so I would love to be able to get your feedback on what we're going to do. And so um, another thing also I wanted to do was uh, cover some things a little bit more in depth about about pages. And so um, definitely going to be looking into that for sure. And so we have about four more episodes that we'll have in this semester, and then we'll get on to semester three, which I plan on going into some more detail regarding uh, podcasting. And so I'm actually in the middle of developing a podcasting course. And so I'll be uh, bringing some of that out as well. Uh, I'll be sharing a lot of great things about podcasting. I love podcasting. And so I definitely want to be able to share that information with you. And so if you have any questions regarding podcasting to get ahead um, of the curve for that and be able to get right in when we start semester three, uh, I would love your feedback on that as well. And so... With that, I think that's all the things that we need to cover for this session. And so we'll go ahead and wrap it up and we'll talk to you next time.